Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibs, and today my guest is the supervisor of athletics for Frederick County Public Schools, Mr. Kevin Kindro. Kevin, always a pleasure to catch up with you and get a chance to see how things are going here uh, with athletics in Frederick County. Well, thanks, Steve. I'm always uh, excited about the opportunity to chat sports with you. Indeed, and that's what uh, I enjoy as much myself. Those who may not know you, Kevin, how about a little bio there of your journey uh, to where you are now as the athletic supervisor for the county? Sure, sounds good. Um, I'm a very proud 1997 graduate of Governor Thomas Johnson High School. Um, I got to was very fortunate during my high school career to play baseball under Coach Foyt, who's a Hall of Famer, and um, Coach Nibs. Steve, yeah. uh, you were the softball coach yes. at the time there, so it's pretty cool. You got to see me grow up a little bit there. But after high school, um, went to Shepherd College, which is now Shepherd University, majored in health and physical education, and played baseball there. After college, um, landed a teaching position with FCPS as well as a coaching position. So um, taught at Oakdale Middle, coached baseball at Urbana High School for four years. Um, that turned into uh, me transitioning to being the school's athletic director there. I served in that role as the athletic director at Urbana High School for eight and a half years before um, kind of coming into the role that I'm in now as the supervisor of athletics and extracurricular activities for Frederick County Public Schools. And very excited that uh, I get to lead uh, you know, a county that values their athletics and extracurricular activities so much. And as a former FCPS student-athlete, it makes it that much more special. Indeed it does, Kevin. Coming back to where you went to school and to the area, uh, certainly uh, we under- I understand that completely. What, very quickly then, looking as your um, career now as the supervisor of athletics, um, was this something that was always there in, in the back of your mind and uh, that that light bulb went off and that's what you wanted to do? It, it's interesting. Someone else asked me that recently. And um, I knew when I was in, in college and finishing up my college baseball career, obviously I wanted to teach. Uh, then I also wanted to coach baseball. And so to say I wanted to start off being an athletic director, that probably wasn't true. It just kind of evolved into that. Um, when I got into coaching at Urbana High School, I had the opportunity to be the school's assistant athletic director. And so I gained a little bit of interest in the administrative side of athletics. Uh, then uh, a story I like to tell is um, our athletic director at the time at Urbana High School, I was actually at the Urbana baseball field um, working in the summer, mowing grass, pulling weeds. And as I pulled into campus that day, I saw uh, Jeannie Provosto. She was the athletic director at the time. Her car kind of backed up to her office area. I'm like, no, what's going on? And then the next day, come to find out that she was going to go to Howard County. And the story behind this is, I I believe it was Ed Remus, who was the athletic director at the time at Frederick High, he called me and said, hey, Kevin, you should put in for the athletic director job. And so I really actually never thought of myself being able to do that position until he called. And so I, you know, I did it and um, became the athletic director there at Urbana High School. And then I would say probably a few years into serving in that role, um, and I got to work closely with Lynn Carr, who was a supervisor of athletics at the time. And you know, I thought maybe this is something that I that I want to do and that I could do. And um, I applied for it the first time. I didn't get it, rightfully so. Perry Baker got it, the supervisor of athletics before me. Uh, he put me on every single committee. And when he retired three years later, 
I put in for it again, and, you know, now I'm in my dream position. So it's kind of, you know, it really evolved from coaching to athletic administration to a school-based athletic director to my current role. Indeed, and you certainly have – that's a passion of yours, Kevin. That comes through and how you do your job. Uh, looking back here, um, the fall season, uh, a little uh, wrap-up there of how we did here in Frederick County. Oh, what a, what a fall season it was. First of all, our um, athletic participation numbers were, you know, off the charts. So it's it's very good to see, you know, our, our student-athletes back on the field and court and courses competing. Um, we ended the season. We had um, three team state championships. We had the Tuscora boys soccer team won the three state championships. Just an amazing year. Coach Knepper did a tremendous job with that program. They fell short the year prior. But um, one of the most dominating soccer teams we've had here in a long time, um, Urbana Volleyball, won the 4A state championship, which is uh, it's huge for volleyball in our county to bring a title home here. And then Coach Baker, Sean Baker from Brunswick, won back-to-back 1A boys soccer state championships. And, I mean, Coach Baker just does a tremendous job with those young men out there at Brunswick High School. We also had an individual uh, cross-country champion. Alex Contreras was the 1A boys cross-country state champion. And then um, some people don't know, but Brunswick Cross Country was also awarded the Sportsmanship Award at the uh, 2022 Fall Championship. So we're very proud of, you know, not only winning in competition, but winning in, in how we treat others and the sportsmanship that we display. Exactly. And, and then um, uh, Oakdale football getting to a state, state final. I've come up a little short, but however, getting back oh, to that. yeah. That was... Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. But, you know, I was at that game, and it made a huge comeback. Yeah. Um, just fell a little bit short, short. there at the end. <laughs> but, you know, the fo- football in, in our county, I mean, Oakdale making it to the state finals the year that Frederick High had. Wow. Just if yep. you look, you know, um, it doesn't matter the year. Nope. We're going to you know, have someone in that state tournament, and we could have had several teams in the state tournament this year. So, all in all, a tremendous fall season. And as we – Always embellish the point, Kevin, and certainly proud of the of the of the fact that it doesn't make any difference what sport it is. Mm-hmm. Where Frederick County, you're going to find somebody going deep, or more than one going deep into the playoffs, and or bringing home a state title. Yeah, and I believe that. I think we we do well at every single sport that the MPSSA offers and that we have, and. uh if you take a look, if you expand not only within FCPS but in the CMC, the Central Maryland Conference, let's take the sport of volleyball. This is pretty. This is pretty neat. Clear Spring, which is going to join the CMC next year, they won the 1A state championship. Middletown was in the 2A state championship mm-hmm. and lost. North Hagerstown won the 3A state championship, and Urbana won the 4A <laughs> state championship. All of those teams were within the Central Maryland Conference. So not only do we have great athletics here in our county, but if you combine with our, you know, our colleagues and our partners from Washington County, the CMC is one heck of a conference. Without question, and that's that's an excellent point, Kev. Looking back now, Kevin, we've been basically a year now uh, where we haven't had to have to, to really concern ourselves with the with COVID. What's your take back or reflect how do you reflect back on how things have been going since uh, they've, they've been going great i think everyone you know um you know a sense of a sense of relief 
sense of ba- things being back to normal. Um, you know, when you go out to, you know, an athletic event, you, you see crowds, you know, filling the gym, filling the stadium. Um, you know, some of those things that we just weren't able to do during, you know, the, the COVID time frame. So I just, I think we're back. I think that would be the way to, to describe it. And um, people are excited about that. Um, you know, there's nothing, as I mentioned earlier, our county really values extracurricular activities and interscholastic athletics, and it shows. Um, during COVID, you know, folks missed that. And um, so I know for me personally, it's just, it's just fun to be back to normal, see our coaches coaching, see our student athletes competing, seeing our communities out at events, having fun, seeing the next generation of student athletes there, you know, watching the older kids play and dreaming of one day being on that field or court. With that question, and, you know, uh, you really, um, when you think back, uh, and someone made, made the point, and uh, you could basically say this about a lot, a lot of the different sporting events that we have, the games that we, uh, these kids play, and it's an event, and we missed the event, that event. It was, for example, just with f- football example, with the cheerleaders, the band, the 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 Friday night lights, so to speak, uh, that that uh, certainly showed up, and we saw how much that meant to everybody in the in the whole community. You're right. That's what our athletic events are. Um, they are community events, and that's what we want them to be. And you know, kudos to our athletic directors and our athletic administrators and our schools. You know, they do everything in their power to make them fun community events. You know, it's where folks go to. You know, Friday yeah. night lights. That's where we gather. You know, go into a soccer match, a field hockey game, a cross-country championship. You know, each sport has their unique culture, their unique community followings. And, um, you know, we're back, and, and, you know, people are excited. I mean, you know, a few weeks ago we had our indoor track and field county and conference championships, and it was packed there in HCC. Yeah. And, you know, I was talking to my counterpart, Mr. Michael from Washington County, and kind of looked around and said, you know what, this is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. You know, our kids are having fun competing. Our parents are having fun supporting each other. And we both said, you know, it feels good to be back to normal. Yeah, without uh, without question, Kevin. I, I know I can certainly uh, empathize with that for sure. Now, looking at this, bring it up to date here a little bit with with the winter season. Boy, I tell you what, here we go again. We here we go again. We already have our first team state championship, Coach Arneson, uh, a buddy of mine, a, a great wrestling coach, just won the three A dual meet state championship up at North Point High School. Um, and so, you know, we've, we just had our county swimming championships this, this past weekend and I think had five records broken. We've already talked about we've had our indoor track and field, you know, championships. So we, yesterday we had our unified bocce state tournament and Tuscora High School brought home, you know, a gold medal in, in their division. So we are, we are back next week on yep. Tuesday. I know you'll be there. Yep. Um, hopefully I get to, you know, come on air with you at yes. halftime, but we'll have the CMC basketball championships. And, you know, one thing that's unique this year is we're going to have um, uh, Williamsport High School um, yep. will be the first Washington County school to be represented in the girls' championship. And so the girls' championship is going to be Williams, Williamsport versus Linganore. Coach Easterday always does a tremendous job with her girls out at Linganore. And then the boys' championship Ooh. will be – Walkersville, Coach Mathis, and, and Coach Hill at Frederick, um, two dominating teams this year. So uh, my advice to those who are listening is get, <laughs> get the Hood College BB&T arena early because yes. we might sell out. You know, I'm, that, I don't think that's a, 
might. I think that's certainly going to be a, a plus. And that, those matchups will, will be just amazing. And looking forward to the postseason, too, with, this, with the, again, you know, half a dozen or more schools right there that can make a run and, and uh, uh, make things very interesting here in the postseason. Yeah, we saw it last year, you yep. know, with the run that, that Oakdale made. I mean, yep. out of all those 3A schools, anyone could have won it. And Oakdale got on a hot streak, and, you know, they ended up bringing home the first basketball championship in, in a long time. And um, so same thing here this year. We're excited to see how far, you know, we can go. You mentioned it earlier, Kevin, just to ex- maybe expound on it again. We There's going to be a new member uh, in the uh, CMC and, and the school from Washington County. Talk a little bit about that. Sure. Yeah, we are extremely excited. It's something that we've wanted to happen for, you know, basically since the CMC was formed. But this upcoming fall season, Clear Spring High School will join the, the CMC. They will be in the Gambrel Division. They're a 1A school, but they're a very successful 1A school with a recent baseball championship last spring, a volleyball championship this past fall. And so, again, here we are. We're taking our conference, and, and we're making it even better. So, we are excited. They will be our 16th member school between Frederick County Public Schools and Washington County Public Schools. Wow, that is that's amazing. And then and then the uh, divisions will be a little different as well, right, Kev? Yeah, we're in the process. We actually have a survey that was sent out to all of our head coaches in the, within the CMC. It actually closes tomorrow, but um, we are taking each of our divisions. The Gamble Division is our 1A, 2A schools, and our Spires Division is our 3A, 4A schools. And most likely we will be breaking each of those divisions down into two subdivisions. Okay. And so, um, you know, four, four on each side, basically. And some of the things that we are, um, we are asking for feedback, and so far I will tell you that the survey is pointing in this direction, is in regards to championships, uh, we may, again, don't want to commit to anything. Right. But it, it, we may end up having a Gambrels Championship and a Spires Championship. Okay. And so, you know, for instance, this upcoming Tuesday, you know, we're having Gambrels versus Spires. That could potentially change where it would be a Gambrels Championship and a Spires Championship. Yeah, with the two, the, the, each division winner playing, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that the would, two subdivision right. winners playing each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. That That's always a, a plus uh, all the way around when you talk about this conference and, and certainly – uh, you know, you and, and, and uh, Michael up there that do a great job in, in keeping the, the league and the conference going. Glad we got it back, that's for sure. New sports coming. I think got, some of it got started this year. Talk about the new sport that's going to be offered, Kev. Yeah, so this upcoming fall 2023 season, we're extremely excited um, that we will pilot um, girls flag football as an interscholastic sport in FCPS. Um, <clears throat> we have uh, been, you know, working with the Ravens here for, you know, over a year, kind of working some things out. Originally, there were some thoughts that it was going to come out from the state. That just hasn't happened yet. And so we took the lead on it. Uh, we've been in communication, and it'll be a, a grant-funded program okay. um, that, you know, we will offer up to, you know, our female student-athletes in, in uh, high school next year for schools that can field a team. Um, it's a it's a, a fast-emerging sport. I don't know if you watch the Super Bowl, yeah. but um, yeah. it's a very cool commercial. Yes. Uh, I mean, that, that got me fired up. I was yeah. watching it, and my <laughs> wife said, hey, good job, Kevin, for adding that. But it, honestly, it, it was not my efforts. It was an effort, you know, of many different folks who were able to make this happen. Um, there was a great community program that was ran. 
Um, and so we were able to, you know, see that there was interest. I was invited out to uh, attend a game and was uh, very um, pleased with what I saw. You know, a lot of young ladies competing hard and having fun. And so, you know, we're proud that we're going to be the first school system to offer this as a pilot sport. And, um, you know, some things that, you know, we allow now in FCPS is we're on year two or three, I believe, that we allow dual sport participation. Mm -hmm. And so even if we do have maybe a field hockey player that would like to, you know, participate or a volleyball player, you know, they would potentially have that opportunity to do it. So, um, you know, one of our main goals is to enhance female athletic participation. We're always trying to do things better and improve, and we are we could not be more excited that uh, we will be piloting girls' flag football this upcoming fall. Any idea, I guess, certainly what hopefully moving forward to, to have it uh, under the auspice of the MPSSAA? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think that's a, a goal that's in the back of everyone's mind. There's certain procedures that have to follow, right. be followed. I think it's 40% of the membership schools have to have it. Right. And so, you know, as we put out there in our in in the press release, is you know we want to we want to pave the way for future right. participation. So we have a committee that is um, going to have the first our first meeting in about two weeks. You know, to go over logistics. You know, what schedules are going to look like. You know, rules all those types of things. So <clears throat> we have a lot of work to do, but we're excited about it. And indeed we should. Uh, always exciting when you add a, a new sport to what we offer. Looking in the future, Kev, is there anything that you can just talk about that may be coming down the road athletic-wise uh, other other than, you know, than the, than the uh, flag football? Just, you know, in regards from the state, you know, I believe um, I'm part of the executive council and the board of control and also the sportsmanship committee. And so we're looking at, you know, getting a survey out to membership schools and communities, you know, trying to gather feedback on, mm -hmm. you know, different things such as sport offerings, you know, rule changes, right. you know, just like we're always looking to see what we can do better in FCPS, the MPSSA is doing the same thing. So, uh, you know, I'm excited about that. The other thing that's really a passion of mine, and I, I think in Frederick County, you know, we do a great job, is, is sportsmanship. Mm -hmm. um, I chair the sportsmanship committee for the state, and, um, you know, we know we have a lot of work to do. Um, you know, we've done the officials' appreciation weeks this week because we can't play without our officials. Nope. <laughs> and, um, you know, so you know, some of the things you, you turn on the TV and you scratch your head about, and that's what our kids are seeing. Right. You know, and so we've also given schools, hey, you know, we need to take a more aggressive approach. You know, if, if you know, we have fans or community members or parents or anything or student athletes or coaches, you know, that get out of line, hold them a little bit more accountable. Mm -hmm. um, so sportsmanship, you know, behind safety is, is, a, is a top priority in FCPS and across the state. And so we're always thinking of ways that, you know, we can increase sportsmanship, but we also have to forget, we can't forget about celebrating all the good because the good far outweighs the bad. And I mean, there's yes. so many good things associated with athletics that sometimes people don't know about because the bad is what makes the news. Good point, Kev. You know, we, you're exactly right. And you'll, you talk to any coach really, and they can certainly tell you how, how important or any parent for that matter, how important athletics and education are, combine and make a uh, a better person uh, without question um yeah i think that's what's unique about you know high school athletics is we're student-centered and education-based 
Right. So we're a little bit different than youth and, and rack, and we're a little bit different than club. Right. We're unique. You know, we're an extension of the of the classroom. Unfortunately, Kev, we're running low on time, as it always happens. We uh, get going, and, it's, and we have to stop. But certainly, I want to thank you for taking time today to be with be with us. Uh, continued success uh, at as being the supervisor of athletics in Fair County. Keep doing what you're doing, Kev. It's certainly apparent you you were meant to do that. Uh, it was there in in the cards for sure. And uh, I look forward to seeing you on Tuesday at Hood College. Well, I appreciate the kind words. I appreciate this opportunity to, to chat with you. And, yeah, looking forward to Tuesday. I'll, I'll see you at Hood. Indeed. You've been listening to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and we'll see you next week.